Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. People notice a healthy smile, but maybe you have tooth sensitivity, bleeding gums, or acid-weakened enamel. Sensodyne, Paradontax, and Pronamel are trusted specialty toothpastes created to help improve your oral health. For tooth sensitivity, choose Sensodyne. Bleeding gums, get Paradontax. For acid-weakened enamel, Pronamel is the toothpaste for you. Sensodyne, Paradontax, and Pronamel. Trusted specialty toothpaste to help bring home your healthy smile. Visit Ibotta to earn cash back. Hey guys, Ryan Satin from Wrestling Sheet Radio here. And little known fact about me, I love The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. So I feel comfortable saying that if you like my show, you are going to love Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow on Podcast One. Apparently, two days a week just wasn't enough. Join The Bachelorette as she pours you a third glass of wine every week with her new Q&A episodes every Friday. Download Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow every Tuesday, Thursday, and now Friday on Podcast One. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wrestling Sheet Radio. I'm your host, ProWrestlingSheet.com editor-in-chief, Ryan Satin, here with my co-hosts, Jamie Iovine. How you guys doing? <laughs> nice. That's a monster. Yeah, it wasn't drink. a beer. It sounded no, cooler than audio people. Yeah. Uh, and Elijah Bates. I, I don't have a sound. Wait, hold on a sec. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had Both to. Both of those were that cool. So. I had to steal from the Pritchard show. I apologize. <laughs> well, I've always wanted to do it. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got that out of your system. This is what this show's about, Ryan. Living dreams. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Monster you- energy dream. <laughs> uh, I hope you guys enjoyed last week's show where we had the full old school sheet podcast crew back together. It was brought nice. back fond memories. It did bring back some fond memories of uh, my my uh, my living room when yeah. we first started the show wow. and, uh, and the Dash Radio. Yeah, days. actually, uh, when I, I drove over to your set of town a couple of days ago, and, and it reminded me of like driving to the old house actually to record the show. Yeah, we got to. Eli and I hung out this week for a minute. He went hiking with Erica, so we hung out. How'd that uh, go? Great. And we, uh, when he came back, he saw me playing WWE 2K, and he was amazed at all the customization that the game. Oh, so you had never seen it? Um, no, like I, I like, and, and not only that, like I mean, I've seen the level of detail that you can go into, like modifying a character's appearance and everything like that. So to see it on, but you never like been there while someone else was doing it because you're not really a gamer. No, like I mean, I, but that having been said, there like. I, it it reminds me of other creative players, like in, well, inclu- including No Mercy on N sixty four had a pretty detailed one I mean, too. To my, uh, I wish WWE. I, I mean, two K would add. They do it, I guess, with the preset cut, like the preset models and stuff. Yeah, but it gets to the point where it's like eyebrow arch, and I'm like, oh my god, I me don't. Too. I know. <laughs> That's the main reason I don't make characters that much anymore I don't is because I just the people who make them and the community creations are so good at it that, so good and, like, the, and they do the faces and everything that, that I'm nose just, freckles I'm yeah, shit alone. like that I'm yeah. serious but when I searched uh, I, I wanted to make Bayou I wanted to make Bayou Bates the character that Eli always wanted to be and when I searched Skinner it looked a lot like you Eli. just renamed it, and so I just renamed it and made some changes to it, and kind hey, of made, you know, the changes, the beard a changes bit. made it better. He's more voodoo-y, which yeah. is my you know more definitely my taste. Gave him a cool entrance. I gave him a finishing move after you left. Now he's got a full move what was set. It? Well, his I gave him Jake the Snake's move set. Okay, because he's kind of like just a is he snaky. Yeah, he's snaky. He's old school. If I had to like put together two wrestlers, I'd be I'd call him. Never mind, I can't think of it. Whenever I, I well, mean, Jake this, well, Jake Snake, was one. Snakey Shango. That's kind of the vibe I had yeah. of the character. That's what I thought. So, yeah, I, I, he has Jake the Snake's moves, and then his finisher is... Papa Snake Man. <laughs> That's fi- what we call him. His finisher is, uh, he gets him in the torture rack. Okay. But then he, like, shoots him up, like, into the air and slams him down. Okay. Is that not cool enough? Is that uh, not- let me think about what it. What was... Bayou, did you? Yeah, well, what, that's a good question. We I never didn't know. Knew, we never knew how he won. Bayou yeah. was like more match, like a you know, guy. Bayou, no, Bayou was because it was. I was a trampoline kid, so Bayou was way more of a luchador style wrestler. See, I, I feel like no, I expect him to be like some weird finisher, like the claw. You guys, yeah. Well, see, I gave him real like, yeah, like, and then that and he should have a, like a, a signature move, like, like that. Like, you know, like what the hell? No. Well, he, <laughs> so his signature. Is the chokeslam backbreaker? That's a good one. That seemed okay. Ish. I feel like he should have one that's a little bit more quick. You know, like I don't think I don't look at him as like a strong guy as much as he's cunning. Okay, that I, cunning. Yes, luchador vibe. I didn't get from him. I. It hey, seems like a weird luchador. What, hey, but imagine this. What if you saw a guy like Bayou do a Frankensteiner to an alligator? That would be cool. Also, do you not like that image in your head? You saw me picturing it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, it's awesome. A man's I doing always, a Frankensteiner to an alligator—that'd be incredible. I mean, whenever I don't want to put a, a move set in, like I don't feel like assigning each one, I yeah. just do a Chris Benoit move set because nobody's using it. <laughs> Does he have a, a yeah, preset? Somebody will up. Somebody who does oh, so upload yeah, it, and I, I just download the Chris Benoit move set because I love his moves. They're great. Yeah. And nobody on the roster has them because he's dead. So And, well, more so because he's a murderer. And he's a murderer, and he'll never, and he doesn't exist in the world of WWE anymore. But he so. does belong in the Hall of Fame. Oh, just yeah. kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, what if somebody just, like, started just doing everything he used to do except murder children? Well, he <laughs> multiple children, but I, I get your sense. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, what if he just, like, what are they going to say? Like, oh, it was Chris Benoit's move. It's like, well, he was a piece of shit, and it's not going to be remembered anymore. Yeah, so. but then it makes when, you... Would you be looked upon as a heel immediately because you're using his his moveset, though? You can't just steal Chris Benoit's moveset <laughs> and, and be like, oh, well, we're not talking about Chris Benoit, so fuck it. No, like, I, that's <laughs> hey, I would just, I would react like this if somebody confronted me, I'd be like, oh, they are kind of similar. <laughs> 
They are, but what? It's going to be the elephant in the room that nobody can talk about. Especially when you do like the whole throat cut. They're going to be like, should we say something? Oh, God, full, full taunts and hey, everything. Hey, not only that, throw up the four. Oh, my God. Like, I mean, go real deep with it if you're going to do it. <laughs> oh, shit. Have the full like tights with the, the scratches on them? I wouldn't go that far. Okay. I feel like I'm going to get some sort of hate mail. <laughs> I feel like I just. We had it. a whole combo on Collider Live the other day where like Christian was trying to say that he doesn't feel like Chris Benoit. Was an evil was an evil person, or shouldn't be looked at as an evil person. I mean, I'm it's like, a really gray area. But he, he's not. He's no, it like is he. because it is because yes, he did murder a child, but also when they and opened wife. his brain, it was mush, dude. Still, like, uh, no horrible thing he did. But I mean, if I were to think like, could he have like a like a nervous breakdown and no, that happened? I'm not, Absolutely, I'm not debating that. But like, I'm just saying, Jamie, if your brain and the same thing I told Christian. If your brain became mush for some reason mm-hmm. and you went and killed your child and your wife, I wouldn't think you were a good person anymore. No, but I probably I, – but would would I go to jail? No, you – well – Well, you would have killed yourself. You would have missing. killed yourself. Well, if, if I had survived. Watson if I had survived. Well, if you survived, you should go to jail. No, yes. jail, but probably a mental in- mental institution after further. Re- yeah, after you you would review. go you would go to like one of those penitentiaries that are that are meant for the criminally insane. That's my point. You know, like know it, it'd be like because I don't know if you would because and and I don't I didn't know him personally, and this is not the topic I plan on getting into it. But yeah. <laughs> I don't think you would because <laughs> like Aaron Hernandez didn't. He killed someone, and his brain was pretty mushy, if I recall. And he well, went that to was also jail. Didn't, well. Well, here's the thing. As we most, as as with most things, every circumstance is different. Yeah, but Crispin Wall was getting through life. He was a, he was a functioning part of society. Yes, but also we every we all know that these things it just it like it, it could just snap. It happens. Yeah, and, and you go to jail. And no, uh, this, this is too different. <laughs> You're looking at a very black and white. Yes, at a very gray area, <laughs> and it's what what was done was a horrible thing. Yes. What it, it was detestable. It was it was almost. It was almost out of a horror movie. But the fact of the matter is, do I think that Chris Benoit in 1988, 1990, would he have done that? No. That's not what I don't the question think so. is, though. No, I think, I think it was this, also – I don't think it was a different th- frame of thought. I think his brain legitimately went nuts. He was writing to Eddie Guerrero as if he was alive, so dude. So is, is he Aaron was, Hernandez not an evil person? No, I think he... I, he uh, killed himself, he yeah. killed someone and himself. Yeah, yeah. I, I also think... I don't know if he was true... Uh, with Aaron Hernandez, I don't know if he was truly evil because he very well could have been... Like I said, it's it's varying levels of brain damage. Fine, like, let's, I guess, a, I guess, let's get to a health... <laughs> let's get to a much more positive <laughs> like, topic. You're, try, you're so black and white with it. it I am. I don't... I, I think that murder is murder. It I is. Mean, it's terrible. It's terrible. But of course it's murder. Yeah, but, but I, if it wasn't a wrestler who's... But do I think he would have done it if he didn't have concussion? After concussion, after concussion, I don't think so. I don't either. But that doesn't mean I don't think he's an evil person. That should be looked at as an evil person. He should be, in my opinion. Okay, fair. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. If you notice, I barely got into this topic. Yeah, good. You, Cry, you, I wish I didn't. <laughs> 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 um, let's get to a much friendlier topic. Let's get to the biggest story of the week, and that, in my opinion, is WWE moving. Mm. They're moving their headquarters. Literally. Hey, wait, before I saw your hashtag, I, was, I literally was in bed when I read that story, and I went, end of an era. Right? Yeah. I was no, like, like Titan trying- Towers. Like, that's been a... That's like a that's like a classic wrestling phrase that you only know if you're like deep into wrestling. Like you you would never know what Titan Towers are otherwise, or that the WWE is in Stanford. It's funny because they're always referred to as New York, yeah, but yeah. they're in Stanford. Yeah. They're a good forty five minute drive. <laughs> yeah, dude. Have you you've, been to, you've probably been there, right? Yeah, Titan Towers? countless times. Countless times. Yeah, when I was with the company, absolutely. You yeah, had to go in and out of there. That kind yeah, of I mean, my I didn't. I mean, I, my desk wasn't there. My desk was at uh, is at one twenty Hamilton. Is uh, that the production facility? Which the production, production, uh, I think that's what they called. I think that was the street. I don't remember anymore. Which they're also abandoning soon. Which yeah, that's where I worked over there. And uh, but I, I had to do. I had a lot of dealings in the in the main Titan Tower, yeah. so I was there quite often. And man. <sighs> That place is a dump. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an old uh, building. Is it really? It's a, it's a it's a thirty year old building at from, the very yeah, very been, least. They've been there since nineteen eighty five. Yeah, so yeah. Like, yeah. so you know, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. They've tried to dress it up. Like they like when I was there. I mean, you've even seen it on um, on whenever Kathy Kelly does any of her stuff. They really tried to make it like a. It's funny because they really tried to make it like a Silicon Valley type look. Yeah, with, like all the desks are the same and like there's no walls and shit. But even then, is like, it like an open? 
Um, some but parts I, are. Okay. Some aren't. All the executives are closed off. But, uh, I mean, the, the, the underlings. Yeah, like open it's all communal. Plan. Yeah, it's open. End of the yeah. day, it's an old office It's building. an old office in a terrible city. Yeah. I'm sorry. But we're not I, leaving Stamford. I know. Which I was kind of hoping that I kind of felt for all my coworkers who still work there. I was like, God, they don't have to go to Stanford anymore. That's awesome. And I wonder like, if they nope. – did they consider going anywhere else outside of Stanford? I feel like it has to be one of those situations that, that was very similar to um, TMZ when we were working yeah, there, when, yeah. when I was working there, um, how for a long time it was in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and that was like the you know the center of entertainment. You yeah. know? And then finally, once it became successful enough in – When was Stanford been, in the center of anything? Well, no, no. Well, I was going to say then, – and then uh, Harvey was like, well, mm, I know that we're in the center of Hollywood where everything is going on, but I would rather be closer to my home. So yeah. he moved, moved to Playa Vista. The, moved the office to Playa Vista where nobody lived. Yeah. Was not, not near anything in Hollywood. Yeah. It was a mission away from everything. The only reason, other reason that I thought they did that is because it's like just down the street from LAX, and I know that there's a lot of footage that comes from there. but Not why. Uh. It was strictly because near where Harvey lived and, think- and where Charles lived. So, hmm. and that's why I don't think they'll leave Stanford because I think that's that's too close to Vince. It's too close to Vince. Vince, Vince lives there. Lives there. The, he's old. Um, I don't see. I, I would have said I don't see it happening until Vince passes away or leaves. But, but now this thing like, says they've the, the the they're sinking their teeth into this. The, yeah, the announcement says that it's going to be uh, their new building is um, for a sixteen and a half year lease. Just a long lease. Yeah. It's, Vince will be dead by the time that's yeah, up. for sure. That's why I said that. I would have normally said. That, it, that I would have thought that they, once Vince passes away, they'd leave that they they'd move somewhere else because they don't need to be in Stanford anymore because of Vince. But when I see that, I don't think that anymore. It also says like it's six, I believe that it's sixteen and a half years, and then God, where will we be by then? And then I know, right? <laughs> and then after that, on an island. <laughs> you hopefully, see, you would have hey, won already. Hopefully. Hey, say Wataneo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shawshank. Um. Uh, I, uh, but and then I believe it says that they have options every five years after that. So like they're not locked in too yeah. long, but they are still locked in Me for a long time. And the place they're moving into is uh, okay. I'm not a big uh, Wall Street kind of a guy, mm-hmm. but it's uh, the former UBS building, I believe, in Sh- in Stanford, which uh, at one point in time was home to the largest trading floor. Okay, in all you know, in all. Of, Wall Street or whatever. It so, looks like a massive. It looks like a big campus that they're moving on to. It's, it's a big campus-ish thing, and also, you know, when I mentioned that trading floor, and yeah. you mentioned the open floor plan, this, if you look, like this floor plan was able to, um, like it has that big of a oh, thing. Oh, that's yeah. going like to be floor plan. Oh, yeah. So that's going to be all of them now yeah. in gonna, one zone. Like, yeah, that. they're going Silicon Valley with. Yeah, that. They're going no, full it's just Silicon like Valley. you know, full open floor plan with like mobile, like contained offices mm-hmm. that they can plunk places. Rising desks. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people standing. That's my favorite part of the off- of my office. Um, like one of those standing desks. Yeah, the ones like. Uh, uh, they, wait, people have ones that move them, like move up or down. Yeah, I've never yeah, seen those. Yeah, yeah, I have one that like you, you can adjust the size. <laughs> a bunch of people at my work have those too. Like immediately when I saw the picture, it was like I I've worked on a bunch of campuses now at this point that look exactly like that. Like they like a lot of like creative campuses now turn into things where like even like senior level like employees don't have offices and stuff like that. They're just part of the noise. Uh, I, me and James were talking about this, James McKenna, and um, on Twitter briefly, if anything, two tweets. Um, um, you guys but, both work for WWE, so it makes sense. Yeah, um, but we were just saying how crazy – there is like a sort of office out in LA that's mostly geared towards WWE studios. Yep. But they've never really had any sort of West Coast operations no. whatsoever. Yeah. I and tried to get a job there once and it was like, we don't really have that many no. jobs here unless you work in a movie that studio. same thing I heard too. They were like, <laughs> like, there's nothing really to do like here. There's a few people here and they didn't want to let me be in the PR department. So I was mm. like, okay. <laughs> Back when I was leaving TMZ. But uh, yeah, I, I – you know, because it's an old building, I get it. But it's just no, but it's a like, rich hey, history with that it, building. It's like whatever like, – like I've never experienced this because my parents are divorced. But I know a lot of people who are like, my parents sold my childhood home. And that's, it's like that's I get it because like the, you, at a certain point in your existence, you get to a point where it's like the space is no longer serving me in the way that I need it to. I remember when my brother passed away. I tried to go to the house that we grew up in and I was a mess. I, I wouldn't have let me in either. But yeah. I, went, I went to the door and I, I – I was sad. My brother just died. Yeah. And I, like, knock on the door, 
And I, by the time she answered the door, I was like a fucking oh, sobbing wow. mess. Wow. And I was like, can I please just like, I grew up in this house. Can I please just like walk into a room that my brother and I grew up in? And she was like, she was like holding her baby and she was like, no, definitely not. I don't yeah. know who you are. And I was like, Okay, got it. Sorry, no, kind of realized how crazy that was. And then I yeah, but I and you definitely to... had like long hair. I one hundred thousand percent never would have let that person. I wouldn't even home. have opened the door. She was clearly home alone with her child. Yeah, I'm surprised she's... too that she even opened the door. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised uh... she didn't like call the police on you. <laughs> crying man at the door please let me in this room that my brother and i used to hang out in like no <laughs> yeah it was, you're gonna kill me no in, re- in retrospect it definitely wasn't a good idea um i i mentioned this on twitter today and I, I, people fucking people seem to love the idea okay where it was uh and i don't think it's practical obviously but i i, I do think it'd be a cool thing if they were to buy if it's not buy they don't buy it, if they were not sell titan tower and turn it into their actual Hall of Fame, the site of their actual Hall of Fame. Yeah. What do you think about that? Um, Should it be a six-story Hall of Fame. Shit. Like, I, I think it's a pretty big build. I, like, unfortunately, I don't think that, like, you have to do so much work to a building like that to, like, retrofit it and make it work as a museum of sorts, let's say, as, like, an entertainment museum. It would cost a lot of money to, to outfit it like that. Likewise, the idea that they would spend that much money on something that has, stands a lower chance of tourism since it's not direct, like, directly located in New York or, like, a hub where people actually travel to. Yeah, but, and, I, and I saw people... Well, it's, to... like, it's like when the Pontiac Silverdome was, before it got uh, demolished, there were people that were like, why won't WWE just buy this because it's such a huge part of their history? And it's like, because it doesn't make economic sense and that's in their company. I feel like that makes less economic sense in this one because, well, because they are still leasing the building, I imagine. I got a question for you. No, because they're selling it. They own the building at this Do point. Do you think that the WCW power plant building is still standing? I don't even know where that is. It's somewhere in Georgia, I believe. I think it's outside of Atlanta. You know what? Because they were the the Omni and CNN Center were right next to each other. Are are I don't know if they are currently, but they were, and that's why they ran at the Omni all the time, and they ran everything out of like out of the CNN Center, like all of, of Turner's operations ran out of there. But like I think the power plant was like majorly disconnected from it. You know what I'm gonna see is is kind of a bummer to see go, and only a few people really appreciate it. Huh. Is the gym. Yeah, that they have there because they didn't change it. Yeah. Even when I was there, it was the same as when you see in all the Ico Pro commercials. Oh, it looked like, exactly when, the when, same when uh, when Shane was training Vince. It looked exact all that shit. It yeah. was exactly the same. That's and pretty I loved cool. it. Like, and I loved. They used that so many times over so many periods of history. Too. And it was right. It was in the lot. I mean, it was right, it was uh, it was under the building. Yeah, like any employee could go work out there. Did you ever work out there? Uh, no, because I wasn't into working out back then. So okay. I, I saw it. Yeah. Walked in. It was cool. That's but, kind of a bummer. Yeah. Not, in hindsight, I kind of wish I used it. But I, um, I, I found an old thread just on... once. Just yeah. to say that I yeah. did. I found an old thread... Go on. ...about the power plant that's uh, You know why I'm apply. extra bummed I didn't do it? Because my coworkers would say, yeah, Vince would just pop in every once in a while, and you could, and he would spot you sometimes. That's awesome. like, 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 hey, hey now, let's go. That'd be so in- intimidating. Like, I'd, to- I'd, I'd be like, um, how, I was like, so how much you want, kid? A hundred yeah. and eighty. What? Forty? <laughs> just say the most you. you well, I'll do it. whatever you're doing. Yeah, whatever you're doing, and I, just die. I can't find it. I'm not sure if it's still. Exists. The power plant? Yeah, yeah I'd be like interesting. To too. I w- I'm not sure. The f- I feel like the power plant was just a warehouse with a bunch of rigs. That's why I wondered if it was just standing Because well, like, like, when uh, DX, didn't they go to the power plant? There was like some like rundown old building like an, an outer, like somewhere in Georgia. I feel like Georgia. there was no glitz and glamour. No, no, no. It was just like. Sarge yelling at people real yeah. sweaty. <laughs> yeah. Right? Wasn't that his name, the Sarge? Yeah, people hated that guy. Yeah, people did not like that guy. That having been said, I don't know. You know, maybe, maybe he was just part of the job. Because I heard you guys talking, uh, while I was looking at I heard you guys talking about the gym mm-hmm. uh, at, at Titan Towers. I feel like they have. The the gym is such an eighties like thing that's yeah. still in like, there, dude. They didn't change a thing. The only thing they changed was they clipped the F on the neon W. Dumb. The, why? I, I, God. Do you? Think- I don't get it because nobody else would see it. Except yeah. I, I, I just got so upset when I heard that. <laughs> do you think Vince? Recreates that room I at would. the new Titan Tower, or do you have, does, does he go like the Rock status where he gets new super state of the art gym? I mean, all, all he new. probably would because you know he's all about 
superior performance. Yeah. But man, that gym is so special. Like, so you got to at least take the neon lights. I think, I I think that. that there will be some accent of like the old look in the new one, but the new one will be all its own thing, though, too. That's my guess, too. Uh, if only, the only reason I say that is because like, there, there were emotional touch points that I had with WWE-specific locations for a long time. Say Madison Square Garden. The idea that they didn't keep having like the 10-year anniversaries of WrestleMania at Madison Square Garden, almost like, it's like, why don't you do that? That would make that'd be so special like to keep doing it at the Garden. And then when they stopped doing that, there was part of me that was like, oh, of course they're not going to do that. So when you say, like, are they going to replicate the gym? It's like, no, they're going to build something all new and say it's way better. It's funny you mentioned that. I was listening to something to wrestle with, uh, I want to say last week, a recent episode. Oh, I think it was last week's episode where they were talking about WrestleMania 20, yeah. I believe. And they were asking, like, he, Bruce still wasn't there for 30, but he was like, why do you think that, like, they never did that? Oh, that was a good episode. I was at that one. A 20? Mm-hmm. And he was basically just kind of saying, like, you know, like, as great as that sounds and as cool as it would be to, like, charge a premium ticket, to not charge, like, a lot more yeah. to equal the same money, but the people who go get, like, an even more intimate old-school WrestleMania, like, sounds cool in theory, but, like, at the end of the day, they want to get as many people there as possible. Yeah, the, you're, you're losing out on a ton of money. Just, like, not only that, but the city loses out on tons of money, too, with the tourism dollars that everybody brings in. If you have 80,000, 90,000, 100,000 people there, compared to, like, 19,000. It's become the Super Bowl and the Olympics, yeah. not on that scale. But yeah. I mean, in terms of like where people are bidding, there. Yeah. where people are bidding ahead of trying to get it, where there's lots of places that because they want to bring the economy, God, I they hope, want to help the economy. I hope it. they bring WrestleMania to the new stadium in LA. They as will. They will. They will. They I know, will. but like, no, but like, we're lucky. ASAP. Yeah, I mean. We're lucky in that respect where like we're on that list of places God, they like to that'd go. That'd be so convenient. To like be able to have I'm, WrestleMania dude, in our own of, town. I've been thinking about that day for years. <sighs> yeah, me too. I've been pumped for it. They're, 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 they'll totally do it. Hey, I happens. love how we're like all pumped for something that's never been announced and there's no dude, perspective. It's gotta happen. It's in Hollywood. Yeah, come on. They'll, they'll I, totally. I know it's going to happen. I'm with you guys on this, okay? It's gonna freaking you guys, happen, you guys Eli. need this now. You're like, put it in my veins. <laughs> um, and I last, just, the, the idea that I wouldn't have to get on a plane and go like. And I could just go home and sleep at my bed after WrestleMania. Know, that just, just sounds awesome. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Oh. Just take an Uber home for like oh, 20 minutes. It's been a while since that, right? They last time that they With were John in, Cena was he WrestleMania the, 21. Yeah, I yeah. believe was last time they were in California. God, no, well, they were last time they were in LA. I guess they were in, in uh, the, the Bay Area, obviously for WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, I meant LA. But, yeah, yeah, I meant LA. Yeah. Um, and last thing I'll say about the WWE headquarters thing. You mentioned like no one want to go. No one wants to go to Stamford, Connecticut for a vacation, so it's maybe not the best place for a museum. Uh, but I will say this much: like, is Canton, Ohio, really that much of a destination? Was in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame does well. It's a thing. People go there. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what like their attendance figures are like. Actually, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is in Cleveland, so that's a little bit Wait, more. Is it Canton, Ohio? Oh, I don't know. I thought it was in Cleveland. My bad. Am I wrong? Um, I could be wrong. I, I don't know, but like you know, uh, what's it called? Wait, where's the Cleveland, base? Ohio? Where's yeah, Cleveland's a Canton. Where would you get that? Yeah, Cleveland's is, people go to Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I wouldn't, yeah. It's not like a destination no, place but for people, tourists, but like you know, people go there. People go to Connecticut. I not mean, really. you know. no. <laughs> I was, dude. I lived there. I was like, but does anybody live here? Well, that's what I mean. But like you said, it's forty minutes from New York. But, too. but the thing is, like. Well, they could, you know, put it right outside of New York or somewhere in New York that's not as quite as expensive or an emerging area or something like that, and like probably get the same space, probably not pay that much more for it too, but put it centrally located in a place that people are going to mass travel to. I would imagine, like the- Vegas. I can't believe they haven't done it in Las Vegas. Like that to me, just like even though like Vegas isn't like necessarily the biggest place that you know in terms of business and everything, it just seems like the kind of place that could house that where people would go there for other reasons outside of it. I would imagine, and then we'll move topics here, as much as I like the idea because I've always wanted to go to Titan Towers, um, I would imagine that Phase 2 of the Performance Center, when they finally outgrow... The one they're currently in that, you know, it's been, what, five years or anywhere? Let's pick the two points on the map in America where nobody wants to go. People want to go to Florida, Disneyland. Nobody wants to live there. No, but but for (laughs) traveling, there's a tourist Nobody wants to live there. No, no, no. Which I'm talking about the people. No, okay. But tourists aren't going to the Performance Center. No, no. What I'm saying, though, well, yeah. Yeah. But in terms of a tourist destination, I feel like they could easily 
make an area on their where they don't have to rely on full sale. They don't have to rely on the PC. They don't all these different things. And instead yeah. of having similar to the new office, how they're going to take the production studio, they're going to take headquarters and merge them. I could see them creating their own campus space like this where. There's an arena there that they can film just like at Full Sail, but yeah. it's theirs. They can film whatever the fuck they want there, whenever they want. They don't have to worry about scheduling. That'd over nice. here is the Hall of Fame and fun things you can do, and over here is the Performance Center yeah. or whatever. I feel like that makes the most sense. Yeah, I get that. <sighs> it's going to be such a great product when we have kids. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna they're in for such a treat. Yeah, if they like it. <laughs> oh man, having kids. You just I'm gonna made, be ble- just I'm gonna be blessed old. with like a, st- a quarterback like athlete. Watch. It's gonna it's gonna come out of nowhere. <laughs> He's gonna hate professional wrestling. He's just gonna love collegiate sports. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably gonna have like powder. Dad, throw ca- play catch with me. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely handle dogs. I don't know about the kids, man. Uh, okay, let's move on to the other one of the bigger stories of the week, and that is Kurt Angle announcing his opponent for WrestleMania. <laughs> uh, I love it because. It's a swerve. It's. I hope it is. It's gotta be. But I just love it because I, I haven't seen one announcement so universally hated in a long time. Yeah. To where everybody, I mean, even Kurt Angle's wife. John Cena. John Cena. <laughs> uh, Kurt Angle hey, went out afterwards and posted you, something on Instagram. Do you feel bad for Baron Corbin at this point? Like, the reaction's so negative. Did I'm you hear like, the Aw. audience when they said Baron Corbin? <laughs> it was audible. Oh! <laughs> like, it wasn't boo. It wasn't a I cheer. Guess, like, I... I, I, they, I feel like they do stuff like this all the time, so it doesn't surprise me. I, I guess. had to pause and rewind it. The audience reaction was so awesome. Yeah, was, I laughed too. The audience reaction was classic. <laughs> it was like, ah! Oh! <laughs> to, to answer Eli's question, I'm going to say yes. I do feel bad uh, for Baron Corbin a little bit here. Like, it's almost like the reaction was so negative that there's no positive reaction to it. There's nobody reacting to it like, yes! <laughs> Do you think there's one fan of the world that went, yes! Rachel. Mom! Rachel. Because she likes Baron Corbin. She does like Baron Corbin, Rachel. Like, I mean, but I feel like even she, no. There's, the only person I would say is, I remember when I went to WrestleMania a few years ago, I sat in front of this girl, uh, this woman, and she was the biggest Baron Corbin fan in the freaking yeah, world. They're out there. I, I follow remember, her on, on Twitter now, I think, and she, yeah, loves dude, Baron Corbin. I was at SummerSlam in, in, in New York, and... Two seats for me was a girl in a Bludgeon Brothers shirt. I was like, what? Like, who is they this person? <laughs> I actually saw that shirt in the clearance section when I was looking for a gift for someone the other day. Um, for like so cheap. I, don't, I actually I want to say it was like five bucks or four bucks. How or much like that. do you, you know think that the Bludgeon Brothers get off of a $5 sale of a Dude, shirt? Dude, they weren't even a team for a year. Really? 50 cents, right? I don't know. I Were don't they know. around for a year? No, no way. Bludge Brothers? Not for no a whole way. year. Not a whole they're year. They're at WrestleMania. How long? Before? And now we're back at WrestleMania. And, and they're, they're not a team. They're not a team anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. <laughs> they won! Didn't they? No, they won at SummerSlam, and right? And Harper just seems unfiltered on, on social media these days. I he, think he's writing it out. I think yeah, he's, he's just totally. like, I'm, I think he's like, I'm not showing up for work. I'm going to wait. My contract's going to expire. Um. Yeah, I... You know... Like, you know what the problem is? I think one one thing is that is that a lot of people think this is Kurt Angle's last match ever, and I don't think this is Kurt Angle's last match ever. What makes you say so? Because they haven't said retirement match. They've been very careful in not saying mm. retirement match. They keep saying farewell match, which means Kurt Angle's definitely going to wrestle at some point again. Not in WWE, maybe, but Kurt Angle's like not retiring because otherwise they would say retirement match. I mean, yeah. it's not like they've never said that before. They said it was. Rick Flair, Shawn Michaels, they've said, no, they've said farewell match, or like, his WWE farewell, his WrestleMania farewell, they keep using the words farewell, like, as if, to me, it feels like Vince was like, hey man, I like having you around, but you're not going to be wrestling anymore, and it was like, well, can I have one more, can I have one more, and it was like, okay, we'll do a farewell tour, Uh, but I I don't think this this is him retiring, so to speak, Okay, well, uh, I think the the whole, but you think last time in WWE, though, yeah, so I think or, not even that. I, I don't. I, it would not surprise me to down the line yeah. in a few years from now him to be in a Royal Rumble or yeah. it's just like the end of his. Act. It kind of shocked me when Ric Flair didn't come out of retirement at the subsequent WrestleMania when when Mickey Rooney got involved and everything like that. I totally thought wasn't he, he was supposed like, to. I don't remember. It's been so long. I one hundred percent thought Flair was coming out of retirement immediately, and I was like, God dang it. 
Okay, so now that they announced that Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio are going to wrestle, it doesn't seem like John Cena's in the U.S. title picture. Do you do you honestly think they're going to swerve now and maybe throw John Cena in there? Or like just make it a, make it a uh, three way? No, and have him do something where he like you, where he he, he beats up Corbin and says like, "Oh, you that's know, ruthless you aggression." I thought you were comes out. I thought you were still talking about. Oh, that's what's going to happen, isn't it? Yeah, he's totally going to beat up Baron Corbin. What, and I make thought a you were the reason aggression. I said that. I thought you were referring to the uh, U.S. title. Hey, but, still. but, but oh, no, no, no. Uh, we're back on the Kurt Angle thing. Listen, people are. It's got to be a swerve. It has to be. If it if they do that, where you just described. I hope that they wait to bring Cena out till WrestleMania. They will. Like, that's, where it's like, that's, that's, yes. But see, I, like not even lead into it and let it, because like, that would be a moment. That would be an epic moment. Not only that, but Baron Corbin would get to have a moment too because like he he could still get introduced at WrestleMania. He could still come down. People could hate him and people are going to hate him at WrestleMania. Ooh, the and then insane. all of a sudden if like they have that, that's all they need out of Corbin really at that event. So then if they bring in Cena after that, and it's a surprise, that would be that, that whole, even if the match sucked, the whole experience of that beginning and how yeah. they got there would it make it worth it. It wouldn't need to be great. No. It wouldn't No, the moment that leading to it is the moment. All right, well, hopefully they do that, because I think people are definitely... Wouldn't you enjoy that? Yeah, I'd enjoy it more than Bear Corbin versus Kurt Angle. (laughs) And when when John Cena's music hit, I'd be like, oh, I'd be very excited. I I can already already feel it. Yeah, buddy! I'm into that. No, no, when I I was talking to Ryback (laughs) on his podcast, and... I, uh, every time you say that, it's great. <laughs> I have to have you repeat it every time you say that sentence. <laughs> uh, well, Ryback and I were discussing this on his podcast, <laughs> and uh, he actually, I, when I was doing, when I was saying I wanted to be the Velveteen Dream or something like that, he actually kind of talked me. He, he brought me around on it and and talked me into the John Cena thing. So yeah, I, I'm into it. Why like wouldn't it. it be John? Well, because they said it's going to be Baron Corbin. No, I'm now. saying, why would you want it to be anyone else than John? Oh, because I don't know. Like, it's not, didn't seem, didn't, to want? me, it didn't seem full circle for John Cena. It seems, oh, sorry. It didn't seem full circle for Kurt Angle. It feels full circle for John Cena. Well, for yeah. first thing, first circle for Kurt, it would be Brock, and Brock would eat his lunch. That's why I didn't feel like you needed a full circle moment with him. I feel Who like you did put Kurt Angle debut out. against? Meat? No, Taz. No, Taz no, debuted it was against me. Kurt Angle. It was me. Yeah, you're a no. They Taz, should bring back Taz debuted in the Rumble against Sean Kurt Angle. Stasiak. They should bring back Sean Stasiak. He's been calling people out on Twitter, man. Bring back <sighs> That's meat. the swerve. That's it. Oh, and man. the pretty mean sisters. Yeah, PMS. PMS and Meat are going to come down. Ugh. Teach Kurt Angle a lesson. Is it bad if I say I thought that was a funny idea, the PMS thing, when I was a kid? No, because it was funny at the it time. It was funny at the time, yeah. yeah. Meat was a weird man. Meat, what's a weirder name for a wrestler? Meat or Test? (laughs) You hit me with with Test. I didn't see that coming (laughs) because Test is the weirdest one. But Meat's pretty weird too. Meat, but you could kind of see Meat working in a world of wrestling, big beefy dudes. Yeah. So yeah, it is weird. Yeah, it is weird. But it, 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 you could find your way there. But Test is like, huh? And then you have the theme song, which we already we've already looked up the theme yeah. lyrics to that, and that's insane. Nothing, yeah. nothing about it made sense. Yeah. What was Meat's theme song? It wasn't it just the P- pretty, the PMS theme song. I don't remember. I love that you remember PMS's. How do you remember that? Because I beat up Meat all the time in in SmackDown. Just bring it. I want to see how good Jamie's uh, his, his PMS interpretation it. is. Yeah, no, I hope it is too. If it's not, I think it's if it. it's not this, it's something clearly yeah. because you knew it right away. No, that's no, that's not it. No, that's not what I'm thinking of. That's that's not it. That's, he didn't come out to that. No, no, no. He didn't come out to that. That's the pretty mean. Sister um, I will says. definitely say that I never ever was interested or like entertained really by meat. Like it was never a character. Or I don't wrestler. think anybody was, yeah. dude. <laughs> that's why he wasn't around. Yeah. Hey, I don't mean to sound like a jerk here, but I wasn't a big meat fan, guys. I can't find meat's theme song because when I searched meat WWE theme, it's just a million versions. See, I feel of like I feel like a, I feel like a character <laughs> like meat these Great. days has a lot more like options on the table. Like he could become a, a vegan named meat and that would just be like such a weird character uh, whenever me and my friends would uh do shot would do shotgun beers we uh. would always do a to ryback's theme song oh it's a good theme i ryback's theme song was awesome big <sighs> fan of ryback's theme song everything about him was great um i 
<laughs> Although, I was telling you the other day, the, the, the name Meat on the Table is a real weird name for a song. Meat on the Table, yeah, that's what you are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I know all the words to that song. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, okay, so another big story of the week was involving independent wrestler David Starr. He put out this promo. I'm very confused. What's going on? Can you explain what that? I will explain for you. Thank what you, happened, Ryan. Jamie. But can you explain it for me as well? I will explain it for both of you. Okay. Uh, you know what? Actually, let's just, the promo's only. Only... I don't want it to be too long. We listened to like Meltzer on the show last week for like, yeah, a, solid like a solid four minutes. Three minutes. And no one complained about it, though, but okay. What, are you just going to start playing his show for your show? No, <laughs> I'm not. We're just sitting here and twiddling our thumbs. I'm shocked no one like, like oh, man. I was worried there would be people that heard that and got all mad. But oh, wait, wasn't. what am I doing? I can hear it without. Uh, but yeah, the, the promo's only two minutes, so okay. I'll just put it on real fast. Yes. It, was, it was intense. This is, uh, for those of you who aren't aware, it's independent wrestler David Starr, and he's supposed to be wrestling in an upcoming match in Israel against Jay Lethal for the ROH title. Um, and he, this is what he had to say about it in a promo that he put on Twitter. Wait, oh, I put the sound sure. There we go. Ring of Honor Wrestling is a stalwart of pure professional wrestling in an industry that is monopolized by sports entertainment. And their standard bearer, Jay Lethal, is the man that I'm wrestling. But no, I'm not wrestling you, am I, Jay? I'm not wrestling you. I'm wrestling black machismo. So why don't you just do it, Jay? Why don't you just spit in my face? Why don't you just disrespect me? Because that is, that is absolutely a complete and total joke. Something else that's a joke is that Ring of Honor Wrestling used to represent pure, independent, professional wrestling instead of representing a far-right-wing, extremist, corporate propaganda machine. Do you think it was some kind of cute publicity stunt to let the little Jew boy get a flight to Israel to wrestle for your championship? Is that what you thought? Did you think that? Because, no, I'm not wrestling for your championship because I'm a Jewish kid in Israel. I'm wrestling for your championship because I'm one of the best independent, professional wrestlers on the fucking planet. Sinclair Broadcasting, you think you're doing me a favor by having me wrestle for your championship in the homeland? No, 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 because it's not just it's not just the homeland for me because I'm a Jewish man. It's supposed to be the homeland for everybody. It's supposed to be a place where we can all seek peace and refuge. It's supposed to be a place that doesn't deprive its citizens of basic civil human rights. But you know what? I'll take the favor, man. I really, I will. Say glad brought his I'll take the bone you're throwing at me because on the morning after April 21st, you will have to wake up to your, your worst nightmare. You'll have to wake up to the fact that your championship is now represented by a progressive Jew named David Starr. Was a pretty dope promo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a, a like I mean the message aside and and, and like that's an impassioned promo and it's that's uh, Foley Jr. interview promo. That's right there. yeah. There there is um, he said a lot of very powerful things regardless of of what perspective you may have on it. Yes, absolutely. Like I, I, that was like I'm I feel like I feel different from having heard it. You know, it's crazy because no, I mean. Far uh, far right, you know, is um, something I guess is said about Ring of Honor. A lot of people say that about WWE too. Nobody in the nobody in the company up until maybe Biggie recently, with his however you want to interpret that one, um, has really called in the the question the politics of the higher ups yeah. in any company. Well, and you know, I don't know if you're familiar. The, kind of one of the things he's talking about here is it was a big news story last year, and it's continued to be a news story. Where Sinclair Broadcasting, the company who owns Ring of Honor, they own a ton of uh, news stations. And like local, news, local stations. news stations. All across the country, right? And so what, what, they've, what, what the big controversy was is that they have – they basically send out a script for everybody 
for all their local stations to read that are pushing certain agendas, certain political agendas. It, it's something basically. It's kind of tapping into the 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 Trumpian tone of like fake news and things along those lines. But they're basically there was a video that was put together that showed all of the videos from all the different places I at remember once, that, yeah. and, and and it was it's like haunting in, in how robotic it almost sounds and everything like that. Yeah, so, I remember that video. Like when when he was saying all that, like the far right wing pro- propaganda machine or whatever he referred to it as. Immediately, I was like, well, he's talking about Sinclair right there. Like, I mean, that's you, you know, like. And I will definitely say that his uh, references to his to his Jewish background and everything like that in in almost like uh, opposition to them. Like I I don't know if there's a tr- truth to that. If he really feels that, like I, that I from what I've heard, there's a hundred percent truth to it. Like I mean, that, well, it, it, it felt real. Like he's it not felt part, really real. He's not in Ring of Honor. Yeah. And then they they book him for a show in Israel called the like the Seder Bash or something like that. So yeah. I mean, clearly they were. Try to book the Jewish guy and be funny. The fact the Jewish guy was in wrestling. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's the only moves. Jewish guy on the card. He, well, it's in Israel. It's not a Ring of Honor show in Israel. Oh, okay. Then it's there's Jay probably Lethal a few people defending there. the Ring of Honor title at a show. Oh, okay, in then there will be a lot of Israel. Yeah, so there will be a but, lot of them um, there. Never mind then. But because um, you, you know what, this isn't only really just saying because you know everybody really when they attack because if it's an attack on the higher ups, that's been done before, obviously, plenty of times. But this has never been really going out and saying, uh, yo, these higher-ups are bad people. Not bad characters. Yeah. These are bad like people. Like the people running the company are... Racist are, are, Yeah, like more... People. Like no moral fiber Yes, which is crazy. Like, I... I, And David Starr is a guy who is very um, strong in his beliefs. Yeah. So, I don't know if it surprised me necessarily, um... But I was kind of surprised at the reaction from Ring of Honor. I heard they made him take it down. Yeah, so basically they um, were not thrilled with it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, the higher-ups there reached out to IPWA, who is the company in Israel who was doing it, and basically said to, implied to them, uh, either have him take this down or we're going to pull Jay Lethal and the ROH title from your show. Yeah. And these people already paid money to fly Jay Lethal out, to make all this happen that, you know, David Starr didn't want to leave these guys out to dry, yeah. uh, you know, and lose a bunch of money. Um, so he obliged. It wasn't necessarily because he was like a bitch and trying to take it down because ROH were like, hey, take it down. It was more so like he, he didn't want these people to lose out of money. I get it. Um, but it's interesting to me. It's like it's it's interesting to me because in react it's, – it's funny how in reacting you – if you're the bigger entity and you react to someone trying to get a reaction out of you, it's interesting how that just amplifies it. If you yeah. if you follow suit in that, and if they think that because it's it's also archaic thinking. It's like if he takes it down, then it's gone. Yes, <laughs> it's yeah. the internet. Like like now that video, I put that video on Twitter. It's everywhere. I put that video on Twitter. Cause I, ha- I I I had a feeling. I also save a lot of the controversial videos when I'm like. Mm, this that might, might get pulled. Yeah. I should probably say that just in case. Um, so then I included it on Twitter in the link for the story. And, like, now that video has 136,000 views. Yeah. You know? And so, like, and, I, you know, a bunch of wrestlers and, and personalities uh, tweeted. It's funny. You mentioned Mick Foley. And Mick Foley tweeted the video. And It said, was very, like, it reminded me. It took me there. Like, the Mick Foley, the, the famous I'm Mankind curious. JR interview. I wonder what uh, Jay Lethal's reaction was to it. I was. I was. Because, be, because I would assume that. You know, an African American man who grew up in the United States may understand some of the feelings and the sentiments that that this wrestler is sharing as well, too. So I would be curious to understand what the man behind the character of Jay Lee. So he was like he wouldn't be mad because he is the, the he David Starr got more promotion for this match mm-hmm. in this promo than than anything that Ring of Honor had done. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I saw how many people clicked the story when I wrote that. Yeah. I wrote when the title match got announced. Yeah, and I wrote. This video, and I can see the difference in yeah. what people care about, yeah. you know. Uh, this got people talking about it. Yeah. Uh, Mick Foley, he tweet, <laughs> when he tweeted about it, he said, One heck of a promo by David Starr here. Funny thing is, if it hadn't been banned, I would have never seen it. The, uh, David Starr has been one of the top independent workers for quite a while now. Sometimes in this business, we make our own breaks. Maybe this will be David's. Yeah. I cool. mean, like he said it right there. If he if they didn't make him get rid of it, like then the... I mean... It probably would have faded off into the ether. Hey, yeah. I would also say, like, I don't think that... 
the McMahons really care about, you know, like if they piss off Sinclair Media by hiring this guy who said all this bad stuff about him. It's like they're, they, they, they're, Sinclair Media in a lot of ways is their competition. So at the end of the day, it's like they hired this guy, even though he said all the bad stuff about this other wrestling company and their parent company, too. It's like they're not going to, that's nothing bad for them. No, know? definitely not. No, it's, no, and it's, raised, it's a it's, damn good it's, promo. It's raised his stock considerably. I think it was kind of, I don't know if this was his intention beforehand, but if it was, it was a smart move all around, yeah. you know, that if he foresaw that happening in some way. I also I mean, even, uh, well, for a second, and then he, Jim Cornette looked deeper into, because uh, Jim Cornette loved it first. I, oh, did he look deeper into it? Because I didn't see his he, I was No, Jim Cornette loved it, but then... I was just going to bring that up next. Yeah, he looked deeper, then he was like, oh shit, I don't like, I don't like what Jim... He's like, he doesn't like what else he does. <laughs> Oh, no, wait, what? Oh, no, wait. It broke my heart. I was like, God, finally, Jim Cornette likes somebody. What is it saying, Ryan? Oh. (laughs) It broke my heart. I thought we finally got Jim Cornette to finally be a little progressive. Oh, I literally said to Erica last night, I said, you'll never guess this. Jim Cornette seems all right. I agree with something Jim Cornette thought today. Uh, Like, uh, we actually were on the same page. Damn it. Uh, Did said, you want that? Was that like, well, I more so was just like, hey, cool, good. Like, I don't, I don't deserve everything the guy says. Yeah. But, I, but then I also thought to myself, I, and I said it, and I that is the reason. I said to Eric, I said, because I said to Eric, I was like, it's so weird to see him praise an indie wrestler. I was like, that's uh, does yeah. he know this person's an indie like, wrestler? Read his tweet. So he's going to say, this is a shame. Not only was this one of the better promos I've seen in a while, he didn't say anything incorrect. If Sinclair are going to be Trump-loving, right-wing nutcases, they have to expect folks to knock them. Don't hold it against Ring of Honor, just corporate. And I was like... So he, he thought yeah. it was him. Yeah. And then... And then, then <laughs> Couldn't help himself. <laughs> Update on the previous tweet. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't help it. He couldn't help it. <laughs> Sinclair are still right-wing Trump lovers, but now I find out the guy who cut the great promo has play-wrestling matches with slash gets beat by girls, so Ring of Honor is disrespecting its own world titles by letting this guy challenge for it. What the uh, fuck? Damn it. Damn mm. it. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> you know what? He. God bless him. <laughs> God bless him. I love how I like Cornette. I got to be honest. Something about him just makes me smile. I don't know what it is. You know what it is? You know what? I, I There was that time I talked shit to Cornette, and he probably still hates me. I don't know. But I, I finally started to get better at the fact that of, – of accepting the fact that wrestling fans are just insanely passionate. Yes. And that we all just have – we all just think differently. Yeah. And it's okay. And, like, he's just extremely passionate. And you know what? He is. Cool. Just yeah, cool, man. Whatever. Like I I've, agree I've with never a word ha- you say, but cool. Yeah, it's like me and Roca on the on the Ron SmackDown recaps. Although I'm not saying Roca's like Jim Cornette, but we don't always we don't often agree. Like the three of us, we, we agree pretty often. Um, that's why it's kind of like sitting around with a group of your friends. It's different than the yeah. Raw Re- SmackDown recaps. Roca and I don't agree, agree on half the shit that happened during the show. I'll yeah. be like, I love that, and he's like, what I hated that, and vice versa. So. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I so whatever, man. Like, I get it. I'm, I'm getting better at that. Like, wh- whatever. But, but I was like, for once, I was like, oh, maybe I'm on the same side as Jim Cornette. Was weird. Glad you showed me uh, that. So I but, I, but, but he makes me laugh for those reasons. Yeah, yeah totally. Because no, he, like, he, like, he really couldn't just leave well enough alone. Update on the previous. Yeah, post. and that's <laughs> why he's Update. Jim Cornette, and that's why yeah. I hope he never changes. Hey, you should never be on the same page as Jim Cornette because the very meaning of that man is to be on the opposite side. That's how I feel about Damn. it. That's yes. honestly why I, got, I did get a little nervous over it, and I was like, no, no, I'm on the right side of this one. Like, I'm definitely on the right side here. Like, uh, he's the kind of guy who'd be like, that over there is orange. He'd be like, yeah, Jim, it's orange. Fuck you, it's blue. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, he, he I think he, he likes. Yeah. I mean, he feeds off and of some it. people do, you know. That's, it's that's a thrill. Like, that's you know? like, that's how he's earned his living. I like being contrarian sometimes. I, I'm gonna. I am a Jim Cornette fan. Okay. I don't I, like. I said I don't like. You said his a lot of his opinions I don't agree with, but just his passion and his piss and vigor. I don't know. It's entertaining. Yeah, I, I, I got that. It. No, I 100 percent agree with you there. Um, okay, let's talk about. Um, I found this story interesting this week, and that is. WWE announcing for the first time that the Warrior Award is going to go to an actual employee of the company. And, you know... Super dope. I I, I like it because even though Warrior... Wish it was named something else. <laughs> even though Warrior sucked. I mean, even though Warrior was like, 
not a, a good, good person. person. Uh, at least, you know, he ha- he did have this good idea. He did. Yes. Ha- you can give him that. He did have this good idea of like paying back to the people who helped behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, and and obviously WWE um, shifted the intended goal of the award. You know, when he when he brought it, you know, the, the, the way he phrased it. Yeah. And, and turned it into. Uh, you know, war they gave to cancer patients and people dealing with uh, big struggle or debilitating yeah. things. Um, but I hope that going forward, I hope this wasn't just because of her connection to Make a Wish. Yeah. And I hope that it was just more so um, the kind gateway of, into getting back just opening up other kinds of people that they can induct. Because, in yeah, I, well, I think it is because the way they've been phrasing it was every, uh, everybody's been writing the uh, one of the unsung heroes of the WWE, and I think that's kind of falling into the category of you know a lot of people backstage. Yeah. You know, so and I think that you know, look, I I I very much I I very much think that it's a good thing that w, what WWE does where they try to help people that are that are dealing with struggle struggling with with. Illness yeah. and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, but at the end of the day, the Hall of Fame is a television show, yeah. and there is no connection between those people they've given the Warrior Award to and the re- the audience that they are serving. Yeah, um, I very much feel like the wrestling fan would much rather learn about someone who's been vital behind the scenes for a long yeah. time. So, well, somebody, yeah, somebody else who contributed Oof. greatly to it. You know, like, you're, is that bad? <laughs> no, I just can see your 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 adoring public just writing. Oh, Ryan says cancer patients don't deserve awards. <laughs> no, I, I feel like I worded that to well, I didn't I come had, across that. I, I didn't mean it in that regard. No, and I'll one up what you were saying. I think that they should do a separate, smaller ceremony that maybe they could televise something like that. For all the warriors that they induct that year. So, like, induct a bunch of them, have them all come out on stage during the Hall of Fame. Don't give them a speech there. But just, like, induct a bunch of warriors. Sure. So then they could induct people, like, you know, where they are behind the scenes. making – hmm, there's an idea there. Yeah, Yeah, getting Because then making the trophy a little more um, open. Yeah. You know, like – you know, you wouldn't – like you say you knew – like when you were growing up, you knew Johnny who was a cancer survivor. But then he went on to like win the Junior Olympics or some shit. Yeah. He won a Warrior Award. That would be kind of cool. It's like a presidential fitness award yeah, or some like, shit. You, you know, know like, open, up, open up the realm of, of, who, of who you can give this to. But give it to more people every year. If and I was have a them kid be- and I learned that I could aspire to get a Warrior Award, I probably would have been yeah, more, because, more because like you know, like it, it, it's, it's a great motivation or inspiration for somebody who is dealing with a major ailment. It is it is a phenomenal thing to fight for if you are if you are a young athlete, let's say, and also it's a great thing to award to somebody like let's say like Jim Johnson, like that dude deserves some kind of recognition in, Damn, in, in a Hall of Fame never setting. Will because he's not even in the company anymore. Well, but, they'll but, have to give it to him. But one but he's day. like he's like a level of person where it's like, hey, why isn't that guy in the Hall of Fame? And it's like, well, there's not really. A place, there's not really a place for a non-performer or or celebrity in the Hall of Fame, so it's almost like they need to open up that warrior category, make it its own thing, have those people be a small segment during the Hall of Fame uh, ceremony itself, and allow it just to be something that all war- degrees of warriors can win. I'm into that. I'm into that because yeah, no, it becomes that. bigger than him. Yeah. And then you could even turn into a video package. Yeah, for sure. No, it's like it, it would be, it would make for great content as for a live. You know, for a live show like that, probably not. Like, no. I mean, not even the wrestlers can can hold their audience in a live setting like that. Yeah, totally, absolutely. I, I, that picture. Oh, I can't believe you only saw that recently. That photo of Goldberg's um, oh. acceptance speech. Yeah, oh. that was bad. That was bad. I would have looked at it and I've just been like, thanks. You know, like I would have been like, who am I doing this for? I hate that I don't really care about going to the Hall of Fame this year. No, it's just. I like, love DX, but it's the only thing I really care about. And look, at, I. Big, I, Harlem Heat was great, but I also saw Booker T go in the Hall of Fame already, and like I'd much rather go to like a, a, like a, an indie, like another wrestling show. Hey, I love like how that. I love how that situation exacerbated this this past week with like people up in an uproar about like Har- Harlem Heat what doesn't the belong hell? in there. That what the hell? That makes no fucking sense. I know. Like, like, like what? I understand. 
where they're coming from in regard to Tory. I understand. Like, I, I'm not disagreeing with Tory going into the Hall of Fame. I'm, I'm saying I, I can understand where they're jumping off into with the level oh, of female performer. Oh, she wasn't a competitor. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, we have a totally different kind of, of women's wrestler in this day and age, comparatively speaking, to how they were presented in that at that era. But somebody had to bridge the gap, too, you know? And so... Tori belonged... Dude, Tori... And, yeah, but yes. she was there for a long time. She came from WCW. Like, for me, anybody who managed to successfully transition from WCW to WWF, WWE, and, and, and stay for a long period of time... Ultimately deserves to stay and in the Hall dude, of Fame because barely anybody did. She was she was, was the result of a lot of clicks on the internet. Yeah. Oh yeah, a dude. lot. Yeah. Oh, I love Tori. Wilson dude, she was up. the baddest one, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, yeah dude. And, and when you when she <laughs> behind the curtain, she's friends with Jamie, and she was at his, one of his parties once with that dog, and I was just like. I, I couldn't even. I couldn't even like, <laughs> attempt to go near her. Like I was like just in the corner. It's like, she, oh my god, Tori Wilson's at this party. And I w- anybody who would actually meet her wouldn't even dream of ever saying anything yeah. cross about her. She's no. the nicest woman on the planet. Yeah, I'll, I think I did say hi to her for like. I think you introduced. She me to is her. the. I had. You know, I, yeah, I, I, you I did. did, and she's the nicest woman ever. I you know, and all in, in regard to Harlem Heat too. That's, separate from Booker T, you know, I, I recall I, when I, that makes me angry. I, it's like what, like 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 that, Bill, that I got Meltzer again too. I got way. into WCW. Like I started watching WCW actively in like '95, and I remember when I came into it. I, I recognized a lot of faces like the, the nasty boys and others who had been in WWF prior to that but I remember seeing Harlem Heat and Harlem Heat was like it was one of the few people Sting as well and, and one or two others that I looked at in WCW was like I don't know these guys but these guys are Exa- established top dudes I felt in what the they're same doing. way Me when too. I saw them I, rem- I distinctively remember before I was even into WCW like when I was first kind of like getting into wrestling I remember going to like my, like my brother's friend's house somewhere and it was in a bad neighborhood, but I remember we went there and they were watching Thunder yeah. for some reason in the living room. And I remember seeing Harlem Heat. I was like, who's this guy with like, the with the nose brace? He yeah, had the nose thing. They had yeah. the cool fire things, and I was like, these guys. The, the are thing that awesome. makes them breathe easier. Anybody, yeah. anybody who was around in WCW, especially in that first summer of the NWO in 1996, where they were filming a lot of the nitros from uh, D- Disney MGM Studios in Florida, like they'd filmed there like every week for like 12 weeks straight. It seemed like, and anybody that was around in that era to me it was like, that's like the the pinnacle era of WCW. If you are a top actor in that period, you are Hall of Fame ca- of like caliber. And honestly, their their look was incredible. Like in my opinion, they had the, like if you it, this is just my personal opinion, they had the best tag team gear out of yeah. any tag team ever. My opinion. Oh, absolutely. They were so that that was rad their gear, the, dude. The, either the the flame on the red gear or my personal favorite, the orange flame on the black gear. Yeah. That's my personal I also favorite. Like, I, like, either, like, I also liked when Booker had that weird loop thing. Was yeah. it Booker or was it Stevie Ray who had the loop? I don't, I no, I think both, it was Stevie. Stevie think, had the loop, right? Didn't they both have those? I have to look it up. It looks like a it looks like one of those loops that holds up a shower curtain. Man, I yeah. Mean, that, <laughs> yeah. And man, that thing. They both did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They both and, had and it. Sherry was with them too. Like, I mean, you know, Sherry- yeah. I saw I saw Stevie Ray say he thinks Sherry should be included in that and in, in going in with them. As uh, but Sherry's in already, is she not? Yeah, she is. Yeah, but she is. Yeah, Sherry she's got. Not, but she's she not got alive, a, so She it's... got inducted in two thousand six. Um. Yeah, I was surprised too. The Meltzer thing. It was Meltzer it, who, was, uh, who said uh, it. It was like they brought him to him, if I recall, and he like. I could have swore I could have mixed up, but I think that they, on his show it was brought up to him, and he just laughed at the fact that Stevie Ray was. He didn't in. say why. No, he just laughed. He literally, if I recall, he just laughed. Wait, ugh. like, uh, yeah. like at a certain point though, if you like, it's a tag team that's going in too, so it's almost unfair to pull out Booker T or Stevie Ray in that regard. If you inducted um, Demolition. And you looked at the individual wrestlers in Demolition, you'd be like, neither of these individually deserve <laughs> yeah. to be in here. I might add, by the way, I swear to God, these announcers... Stevie, Stevie Racing Hall. The announcers are joking that Booker T is going in again, and they suggest maybe he can also go in as G.I. Bro, and they should find a way to have him go in five times. This is a discussion by the announcers about this Hall of Fame. They're not really They're not serious. Seriously. They were not taking this seriously. It's hard to take it seriously. Stevie Ray's going into the Hall of Fame. Hey, Damn. Ten times. That was mean, right? Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> that's mean. That's just being a dick. I know. I thought the same thing, but like, I, I don't know. Hey, the I, response by Booker T was not kind towards Meltzer either. I didn't put in one part in the story because I was like, I don't really want to Yeah, you made it there. seem like he was yelling, and he definitely, I, I heard it. He, the part I took out. 
He literally said that he hopes he doesn't see Meltzer in public somewhere at a Starbucks because he'll kick his ass. I was like, whoa. Wouldn't okay. that be crazy if you saw that? <laughs> Imagine. All right. We got to get out of here. The light's been on for way longer than oh, I shit. was allowed. Uh, Jamie, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at J-A-M-I-E underscore I-O-V-I-N-E on Twitter and on Instagram at J-A-M-I-E-I-O-V-I-N-E. Or you could tune into the network for our um, our exclusive drops, our awesome products, because we actually, for the month of April, we have some heat coming up. We got some exclusive products that you won't get anywhere else from Billie Eilish, Bodega New Balance, Stance Socks, Urban Decay Makeup, NBA 2K19 and LeBron James, Metacom Toy Story, and for a special event for the Family Guy 20th anniversary. So be sure to tune into those ad, uh, shows. What about you, Eli? Where can we find you at? Twitter? At Elijah Bates, Instagram, at Brindlebeard. And you can find me. I'm at Ryan Satin on all social media, at Wrestling Sheet for the website, ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's where you can find the stories that we post throughout the week on everything going on in the world of professional wrestling. Thought I had that muted. My apologies. Also, make sure you check out our YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. It's where you can find the Raw and SmackDown recaps that we do throughout the week. Uh, it's where you can find the video of Wrestling Sheet Radio. You get to see our beautiful mugs if you watch on there. If you already are watching on there, hello. Thank you for doing so. I appreciate it. But while you're there, make sure you subscribe to the Wrestling Sheet YouTube channel. The button's down there. It helps me out a lot. Uh, Definitely, definitely please help me out by (laughs) hitting that subscribe button. But also, make sure you hit the comments. Leave a a comment. Let me know what you thought of the show. Any specific thing that we were talking about here. Titan Tower. uh, Anything that we were discussing throughout the show. Leave a comment. I definitely check them all. Also, if you only want to listen to the audio while you're driving or cooking or working out or doing whatever, make sure you subscribe there as well. It's Podcast One. Uh, It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify, Stitcher, all the major podcast platforms. Just search Wrestling Sheet Radio. Okay, that's it. We're done. Officially tapping out for now. Until next time, stay out of the dirt and keep your eye on the sheet. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. The Medicare annual election period deadline is coming soon. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who found the key to the right coverage at MyHealthPolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online. I took my time and found the best Medicare Advantage plan for me at MyHealthPolicy.com. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plan, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com. And finally, Michael. I prefer face-to-face, so I chose MyHealthPolicy.com and enrolled on the spot. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to learn about top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START. MyHealthPolicy.com. Meredith Vieira is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.